ironoverload.io presents Iron Overload No Bullshit Podcast with your co-host Steve from the American Underground and Mobster from the UK Iron Den. Get ready for the UG info like you've never heard before. No bullshit, no lies, straight hardcore truth. A bodybuilding podcast like you never heard before. And here we go. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, ironoverload.io hardcore podcast coming your way episode 49 today is going to be a fun one we want everybody to enjoy fitness we want everybody to enjoy steroids but we're going to discuss in this one best age to actually start steroids and best age to actually start SARM so performance enhancing drugs we're going to talk about that and we're going to give you guys some science we're going to give you guys some opinion on this one we're going to give you guys some of the stuff that we've seen over the years and we're going to, you know, kind of go back and forth. And we'd love to hear your opinions on this. And, um, you know, we're going to have some fun with this uh, podcast, as we always do. So, Mobster, I'll bring you in first um, because you're older. And, um, you know, why don't you tell us first how old you were when you first used steroids and first used SARMs. And I think that will give some some uh, things. So, for me, I was 28, 29, around that age when I started using anabolic steroids. And when I started using SARMs, I was in my early 30s. SARMs weren't big uh, back then. They started coming on a little uh, more in the past 10, 15 years. So I started using them when I was in my early 30s for the first time. So, Mobster, why don't you tell, you know, give us some information on that and, and give us your opinions to start the show off. Right. So age for steroids was 37, which meant I had uh, 22 years experience, uh, two decades plus experience uh, training with zero uh, steroids. And in fact, I could say that I even had a world-class feats of strength. And I think I was just starting to compete around that time as well. So I was already placed in a certain particular position to do what I was doing. And then I started to become more competitive. And that's when I think I started to look at steroids. Psalms, you're going to love this one, Steve. This year, in 2023, as we record this podcast. So literally, I've had, uh, let me have a look. Three months' experience of using SARMs. That's not an age thing. And I think it's also because perhaps Steve's me was more aware of it than I was of SARMs. It's just that for me, it's a kind of recent development. And also, it's a case of uh, me learning more about SARMs, uh, specifically as we do this podcast and, and repping on the forum and, and being a moderator and everything else, and indeed writing articles and, and posting up threads. So I've become more aware of them. I've become to learn what they can do. And I think the actual, my reason for using a SARM this year, Steve, funny enough, which is the MK677, is for its healing properties. And as an old motherfucker, I've started obviously to get sea wear and tear from the training that I do, injuries and, and little tweaks and strains and stuff like that, which have become uh, uh, annoying. And I started to look at SARMs as a way of helping me with that, which is hence the use of MK677. But, of course, I think I was getting what I needed from steroid use. Um, and, and it just became, right, you know, my, my focus shifts as I get older. I'm less likely to compete, so therefore my requirements are different. And it's more about what I want in the gym and being healthy. And, and uh, I've also, as you all know, and I've talked about this on other podcasts, I'm not keen on blasting and cruising. I will hold off on CRT to as long as possible. So I look at other avenues and Psalms and other avenue. So that's my reason for waiting until I got to this age. 
Now, as Steve knows, and we discussed this in the pre-show, we also want to look at the facet. If I was younger, and I see these kind of guys, members that come onto the forum, and here's the argument they present. And in a, in a way, and I think Steve and I actually kind of agree on this, right? Why is it that we say that there's a certain age, which we'll get to, that you should take steroids? And yet, and here's the argument that goes the other way. You can, I believe in this country, Steve, with the permission of your parents, get married at age 16. In reality, we prefer you to be a little bit older. You can uh, drink in a pub, in a bar, in a club, age 80. Same as I think a few states in America, but most are age 21. You can vote at age 18. It used to be 21, but the age has come down. In fact, you might even be able to vote less than that on a couple of things, I think. And uh, the final one, which is the biggest clincher for someone who's younger, arguing why the hell they shouldn't be able to use steroids, is you can fight for your country in pretty much every country of the world younger than the age that Steve and I and many others will say that you should use steroids. And you go, do you know what, guys? You're perfectly right. But we've got a bunch of reasons why we want you to hold off for as long as possible. So we're going to get into that nasty. What do you think about the age issue specifically? Well, let's go over it. Age, age, you can vote at 18. It used to be 21 in the U.S. The, they lowered it because the idea was you're going to go serve in the military, but then you can't come back here and vote. That's not fair. Also, you're paying taxes as soon as you start working. And, um, you know, yeah. I started working at 16 years old and I was yeah, paying yeah, taxes. Yeah. So you're telling yeah. me I can't vote? So the voting thing should be even lower. When you start paying taxes, you should be able to vote as well. Because that's that's not fair to me, and I could make an argument you're you're paying taxes even younger because you do you pay local taxes. You go at ten years old and you go buy a candy bar, you're paying taxes. So I think it's fair to say, well, when you have a full time job and you're paying you know, federal taxes, you should be able to at least vote federally, right? So there's an argument for that. So it's different. And then when it comes to the military, eighteen. When you go in the military at eighteen, you're not an officer. You you don't have a degree. You you didn't pat you didn't go to officer development school to to you know get, you know get promoted to to being an officer. You're just in the front line guy. You're just basically you're just told by your superiors what to do on a day to day basis. So I mean, it's not like you're um, you know you're going at eighteen and now you're going to make uh, decisions on uh, you know on what to do. And it's not like you're going to be fighting flying fighter jets and, and, and being put in charge of heavy machinery and, and million dollar um, aircrafts and stuff. You're just a, a, a an entry. You're just, you're at the bottom of the barrel. So, um, you know, that's, that's as simple as that. So you can't give me that argument. Well, I I'm 18. I served in the military. Why can't I use steroids? It's, it's not really an argument. You're still learning. Hopefully, you go in the military, you go get an education, and then a few years down the line, once you graduate college, you're in your early to mid-20s, then you can go to the officer development school, pass that, and then boom, now you're an officer and you're making some, some pretty decent money and, and decent uh, benefits. So, I mean, it's still going to be upper client. So I view it like that. I view weight training and steroid use the same way. You're 18, you're just getting into it, and now you have to work your way up. In the, in the weight training era, um, basically, you have to work your way up and, and go from being just a new lifter and a raw lifter and then work your way up. And then you get to the point where now you really, really are ready for anabolic steroids. It's going to take time for that to happen. 
Um, and it's not going to take, it, it takes much longer than a few years to build good quality muscle tissue. So you start hopping on steroids right away before your muscles have had a chance to build muscle memory and your body has had a chance to build body memory. Now you're really basically just setting yourself back because you can't have, you can't go back to being natural because you're so used to being on steroids. So it's like a psychological effect as well. You have to factor in. There's a couple different issues we haven't even got into the science behind your reproductive system and how messed up your reproductive system will be when yep. you, when you use steroids, almost the argument about getting married, you, Oh, I can get married, but I, I, sh I shouldn't use steroids. Well, kind of works against each other because when you, when you, you have sex as a teenager, your hormones are fluctuating a lot. Your libido is high. You're developing like you got zits on your face. It's, it, all kinds of stuff are happening, but when you use anabolic steroids, it turns that faucet off. So your body actually stops developing. So you really you're ending up hurting yourself um, when it comes to your reproductive system, when you use anabolic steroids, but when you get married at a really, really young age, you're really just hurting yourself in the wallet because there's a very, very high likelihood you'll end up getting divorced down the yeah. line. So, I mean, we we can make that argument back and forth too. So we can make a fine an yeah. economic so argument. Let, let me give you another one, Steve. And, and it actually applies, funny enough, to the example you just used with regards to the wedding, right? So there's this great we can argue back and forth, as you know, regarding the age issue. But the, the, I've actually put this down as a a, a a phrase to use in the podcast today, and it's called the lack of perspective. And what do I mean by that? So for example, as the analogy Steve just used in regard to getting married, get married too young. Uh, sometimes it works out, but it's going to be way below the normal percentage. If half people get divorced in this day and age, the chance of a young person not getting divorced, not changing their mind, not seeing the relationship work out, is going to get worse the younger they get married. You almost want a certain level of emotional maturity, mental maturity. Right? So the lack of perspective is dust. This is what we see a bunch of times on the forums. And it's because both Steve and I, but especially myself, have been around a long ass time online. I've seen this happen again and again and again. So you'll get some young buck, and it's nearly always a fella rather than a girl. And they're 100 miles an hour. They are super keen to get as big and as muscular and as freaky as possible for whatever reasons they've got for themselves. And you'll see them say, year one, I'm going to do steroids. You can't stop me, so you might as well give me the advice. Okay, well, that's a bad way to address it, but that's what happens. Year five, they're the size of a house. They're vascular, they're lean, they're ripped, they've got great six-pack, six etc. One of the phrases that comes out at that time, it'd be something like, I don't care if I can't have kids. They're there 21, 22. Their mindset is, I want to be as big as muscular as possible. The idea of me fathering children is way down the road, and maybe I can fix it. Year 10, they're back on the forum, and we've seen this a bunch of times. I've been on steroids for three years straight, uh, and I've just, had a, 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 I've just got together with the girl that I'm going to get married with, I'm going to be the rest of my life with, finally, maybe around age 30. And uh, we really want kids. But I've been on steroids for years. I'm fucked. Uh, what can I do? And, you know, we try to talk about baby-making protocols and all the rest of it. But for me, it's that, well, we fucking told you. Age I'm laughing because I've seen it so many times. But we told you age 20, 21, whatever it was that you came online 10 years ago, this was what was going to happen. 
because we've seen it happen a, a bunch of times. And we're older than 21. We're older than 30. So we know that our minds will change. We know that there'll still be a shift of emphasis in our life from young, single, do what you like, be where you like, drive as fast as you like, screw as many girls as you like, drink as much as you like, do drugs, whatever. And so some years down the road, when you physically mature, when you find someone you want to be with, when these things happen in your life, and they generally do happen, you're going to think differently. And because we're older, we know you're going to think differently. So we try to persuade you. So sometimes it's a simple lack of perspective. So there's, there's, there's loads of stuff you can go there, Steve. What do you think about that before we move on to the science? Yeah, I mean, you can make good points either way. And, and believe me, you know, we've, I've heard this. I, it's funny, though, because when um, 10 years ago on forums, a lot of the guys who would say, oh, it's, it's about your freedom. If you want to use it young, you should have the freedom to use steroids young. They made that argument. Those same guys today, like 10 years later, they've gotten older and now they've completely changed their tune. So I always find that fascinating. When you get older, you look back and you realize, but I think it's a perspective thing. You go you do a full circle and you realize that fitness isn't just about using performance enhancing drugs. And a lot of people don't understand that because it seems to them like everybody's using it. And I'm sure like, if you're listening to this and you're a younger guy, I'm sure most of your friends are using anabolic steroids. I mean, you could just go online and with a click of the mouse, order them, and they're not expensive. I mean, they're cheaper than getting your car wash in a lot of um, situations. So you can buy like a, a cycle. You can buy Dianabol or Anadrol, and it's less expensive than 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 getting your car wash. A good uh, taking your car for a $60, $80 car wash, right? So – a lot of you know that and your friends are doing it and they're bragging that they're doing it because a lot of the, the attraction of using anabolic steroids has to do with, you know, I'm going to be rebellious and you know what? They don't want me to do it. They're telling me not to do it. So fuck it. I'm going to go do it anyway. And that happens all the time, especially with young people. We, we want to, I used to be the same way with certain things. You always want to kind of do the opposite. And you want to kind of either you want to like follow a crowd, which I wasn't a follower at all um, growing up, or you want to be like rebellious. So if your parents tell you something to do something, you want to do the opposite. So if you're, you know, and you, you kind of develop that as you get older, I kind of say the same thing when it comes to pot in States in the United States that have legalized pot, you've, we've actually seen younger people smoke less pot. Because it takes the attraction away from it because, yeah, it's it's legal now, but like I want to fuck the system. I want to rebel against the system. So in states where it's illegal, more young people use it than states where it's legal because that's the allure to them. So it's the same thing with anabolic steroids. Because they're illegal without a prescription, it makes you want to use them. And in mobsters country, because they're illegal – uh, not that because they're illegal, because they are, you can't acquire them legally, but because people like us are telling the younger guys don't do it, then it makes the younger guys go out and want to do it more because it's like, well, I feel good doing them because it's my way of kind of saying fuck you to the system, you know, and fuck you to the older people and fuck you, boomer, you know, we see that a lot now. And um, I kind of. Uh, give mobster a hard time about it too, even though he's not a boomer. <laughs> yeah, he's right. close to being a boomer, but he's actually not a boomer. But 
you know, and, and, and that's how it is. It's, it's more of a rebellious and don't tell me what to do with my body type of mentality as well. So that's kind of the allure. So really on the forum, when someone comes mobster and they're young and they, you see some moderators kind of jump down their throat, like right away. I don't, I've learned, I used to be one of those moderators who jumped down your throat. Don't use it. I I don't, I'm just like, fuck it. If you want to use it, use it. Yeah, All I, I ask do. you to do is one thing is know what you're getting yourself into. You want to walk into that dark cave. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead and do it. You want to be a, a tough guy. You want to be rebellious. Go in that walk in that tough cave, but you better know what's in there before you do. There could be a, a poisonous snake. There could be a grizzly bear. There could be bats that are going to bite your head off, you know? So you better know what's in there before you go in there. And if you know what's in there, then go ahead and do it. And if you end up, you know that there's a deadly cobra in that in that cave and you go in there anyway and you get bit, don't come crying back to me, you know? Because I'm, I'm going to be less inclined to help you. I'll still help you, but I'm not going to be really motivated to help you. So that's my mentality towards. So I, the whole rebellious thing is absolutely true. And and with kids like growing up, like I deal with young people. You got to remember, I was a teacher, so I dealt with teenagers a lot. And one of the things I realized versus my peers was when you put your finger in their face and tell them not to do something, that's going to make them want to do it even more. So you just have to know how to talk to to people. That's that's a big part of it. Let me jump back in. We can kind of get into science. Yeah, I actually, as you know, uh, I was voluntary youth worker for a while, a couple of years. Uh, when I first come up to where I'm living now. So one of my points, and I've made this on the forums when I'm talking to other reps and other moderators, et cetera, I say this. Well, I agree with what you just said. I'm probably one of the other guys that just says no straight away, uh, mostly because I'm too goddamn lazy and there's not enough time to write out my thoughts and do it properly and to do it justice. Perhaps I should copy and paste something. The other thing is this. For every single person that we're re responding to on the forum, I, we're probably talking really to 10, 15 people minimum. And that's right then on that day when the threads were first posted. Over time, that same thread might be searched for by hundreds of people. We've got hundreds of thousands of members on the forum, but not all of those will be active. You're going to have bot searching and stuff like that and things that go out onto the internet via Google. So my, my way of thinking is this. If I respond in i won't say a positive way because i agree with what you've, you've said but if i say yes and and then kind of allow for something even though i've given them the proper advice that they need to have equally there will be hundreds if not thousands of people that might be influenced by the no so it's six of one and half a dozen of the other it, again this is this is an argument that can go back and forth all day so let's get let's let's move on then and look perhaps more at the science so the literally what we call physical maturity, and I'll, I'll touch on this before I let you just talk about the impact on the hepta, the endocrine system. So here's how it worked, guys. We talked about what you're allowed to do in law because of your age, but there's another element here, and it's full physical maturity. And unfortunately, whether you like to argue it or not, the statistics kind of back this up. You're pretty much as tall as you're ever going to get. For most people, this is the average, of course, around age 21. I think I hit my height that I am now, Steve, six foot three, 190 centimetres, probably around age 18. So a little bit earlier, but most people top out when they're age 21. In terms of your muscular size and muscular strength, and this is an untrained adult, 
And this, I think it pretty much applies more to the men because women physically mature a little bit earlier. It's between 30 and 35. So arguably, you're going to have some impact on your body before we even, in fact, before 30 and 35, because we're allowing for an age, whether it's steroids or psalms, that's actually less than that. But again, this is the untrained individual. Because we train, because we work out, there's an argument to be made for us being slightly more physically mature or advancing that plus or minus a few years. Arguably, in fact, if we train and don't use PEDs, we maintain the level of strength past that peak age of 35, typically 40 to 45. So that's the biology of your size and your strength and your height. Now talk, Steve, about the impact that it can have on the endocrine and heptap. Yeah, so let's kind of get into the science. You mentioned it, HPTA, reproductive system. If you're 18 years old and you run anabolic steroids, you're shutting down your reproductive system. Your pituitary glands are going to get signal you're getting too many hormones. So that's a huge problem uh, for that to happen. And that's basically going to basic that that's going to make it harder for your reproductive system to continue developing. So even if you do like a short 12 week cycle, then come off, it's going to have some sort of an impact at stunting your development of your reproductive system. And we've seen evidence of that over the years. In fact, I know uh, from the blood work that I've seen that any type of anabolic steroid use that you do at that age, even using SARMs, because SARMs are still slightly suppressive, are going to have some type of impact and it's going to make it uh, more likely once you get to 25, 30 years old, that you're not going to be able to produce your own hormones anymore. So it's very important to stay out of your body's way when it comes to the reproductive system developing. So I want all of you to make sure that you're not messing with your hormones. And I see a lot of mistakes, a lot of mistakes too, with younger guys that go and run blood work and they start freaking out. Oh my God, my testosterone levels are, are not really high for my age and whatever. You got to remember your testosterone levels don't peak as a teenager. They peak in your twenties. So don't think I'm 18, 19 and my testosterone levels aren't high. A lot of people don't understand that either. And they're very ignorant on it because they say, well, I'm really horny as a teenager. I'm trying to get laid and it's really hard to get laid in high school for, for a lot of guys, you know? But um, it's not like you have steady girlfriend or you're married or something where you're sleeping with someone in the same bed every night. You can get laid anytime you want, right, as an adult. But when you're a teenager, you're living with your parents. So even if you have a girlfriend, it's hard to kind of sneak her in the house or sneak into her house, whatever. But anyway, long story short, that doesn't mean you have high testosterone levels just because you're horny as a teenager. It means your hormones are changing. Your hormones are developing. So that's all the more reason not to mess with anabolic steroids. Because if you get in the way of that development, it's going to have effects long-term with your fertility. It's going to affect your body's ability to produce testosterone, your body's ability to produce all kinds of hormones that you need. And it's going to affect you later in life. So the damage that we've seen has been tremendous. Uh, my old podcast host, he started using steroids at 18. He used them pretty heavily because he was competing. And by the time he was 22, he had blown out his HP, HPTA completely and had to go on testosterone replacement therapy. And he'd probably never be able to have kids again. And um, and it's really, really sad to see that. Wow. But he got wow. really, really bad advice at a yeah. young age. So 
if you want to have kids later in life, and even right now, if you don't want to have kids, um, you may change your mind. You'll probably change your mind because what's going to happen is once you get older, your girlfriend, fiance, wife is going to want to have kids. And if you can't give her a kid, it's going to put a lot of strain on the relationship. Trust me, I've seen it a hundred times with people. So you don't want to blow out your HBTA and not be able to have children for the rest of your life. You don't want to have to be on TRT and, and, and injecting yourself weekly for the rest of your life. So these are really reasons why it's better to wait to use SARMs until you're 21 and wait yep. to use anabolic steroids till you're 25. And, right. and even 25 is really young because you're still starting out in the world. You're economically, I had a pretty good um, when I was younger, I made good money um, when I was younger, okay? And even that, what happens is don't get ahead of yourself because what could end up happening is you say, well, I'm making good money. I have a good job. Well, things can change. Your industry could go out of business. Your industry, there's a lot of cycles in the economy. You could, you know, be at wrong place, wrong time. A lot of things can happen. So don't think, well, I I'm making money. Let me go spend it on steroids. You may come to regret that. It might be better to invest in your education in your 20s and invest in a skill. You know, go go to school to be an electrician, for example. Those are going to be in high demand. So there's a lot of different things you could be doing with your money rather than wasting them on anabolic steroids. And, uh, and, and you know, again, and I'll bring in Mobster to finish up. But listen, you don't have to use anabolic steroids to weight train. That's the misconception people don't understand. Yes, Everyone always comes and says, Ar but Arnold started young. Arnold started weight training young, um, eight years old, 10 years old, 12, however old he was. It's not even uh, important to know that. But he started weight training young. He started getting into fitness young. That doesn't mean that you have to go and hop on stairs. A lot of people don't understand that concept. I'm all for people getting into weightlifting at a young age, doing it properly, proper form. But I'm not going to sit here and say, that it's okay to run anabolic steroids at 18 or 19 years old. It's just not going to fly with me. It's a huge, huge risk for very little to no reward. So that's that's as simple as that. So, Mobster, give us your opinions on this and um, finish it up. Right, so there's an important issue here, right? Regardless of your age, and I mean regardless, there's an argument to be made for, and I've, I use this phrase in my show notes, have you got all your ducks in a row? Right. So, for example, I know people and they end up in the news, Steve, that start steroids the very first day they started training. I've told a story before about being next to someone on a running machine and having a conversation about anadrone. I said, how long have you been on steroids? And they said, six I'm training, six weeks, and they'd started steroids. So it was just ridiculous. There's arguments to be made, for example, being if you're too fat, then your testosterone levels, natural testosterone levels are going to be poor. And if you get leaner, they'll probably be better. If your life's super, super stressful, that can affect your, your testosterone levels. So, you know, fix that. If you're in a messy relationship, get out of the relationship. That will change your own natural levels. Just eating better. Never mind training, Steve. Eating better. Eating more healthily. Eating better foods that are actually boosting your testosterone. Even using testosterone boosters. And we've covered that in other podcasts before using steroids. Because, oh, my, my numbers are low. Well, fix that. And in fact, arguably, if your training's good, your mindset's good, your diet's good, your body fat's good, your lifestyle outside of the gym is good, 
your testosterone levels will improve. And in fact, you can hold off taking steroids until you're ready to go. The flip side of that is when you are ready, we've got a bunch of great approved sources that advertise on our forums that we highly recommend and whose products we think are sound. We try to recommend, Steve and I especially, the lower dose type cycles. And like I said, I'm the kind of person that will ask, I think Steve does this as well from time to time, making sure that the other aspects outside of literal, just a short, can I take this drug and how much should I take? No, I'll say, okay, you know, this is a milligram and this is a frequency, but you need to have these. If you put a photograph up and they're fat as fuck, no, no, go away and fix that. If you're eating uh, nothing but donuts all day, no, fix that. Fix those other things first. Then, especially when it comes to physical, emotional, and actual age-wise maturity, when you're ready, you are more than ready than most people to go out there and absolutely smash it, guys. Like I said, another one, podcast, Steve, we want your journey here, especially when it comes to performance on our drugs, to be perfect, as best you can get it as possible. Optimal dosages, optimal frequency, the right age, you are ready. And then what happens? You're going to get the greatest results. And that's something that Steve and I would absolutely love to see and forum members would love to see. And you would be a great example for everybody else around you and especially on the forum to put out that message yourself, like Steve Smee and I are doing, like we recommend on Evo and on, on Iron Overload and so on and so forth, to get out there with the message that this is how it should be done. And that's the end of that, Steve. Please note, we are not doctors and opinions are ours. It's our view and based on our experience and views on the topic, a podcast of informational purposes and entertainment only, the freedom of, freedom of speech and the First Amendment applies.